0: In my life, I thought I'd live with my or could without her. It was probably during my adolescent years, probably about the age that Jesus was when his mother was agonizing over where he was. Today is Mother's Day. I would give anything to call my mom. She's been gone for thirteen years. She was a blessing. To my kids, my grandkid, well, she never knew her grandkids, from my family, but her other grandkids she knew very well, and she was quite the mother to them. Mothers. You ever thought about a mother's opinion on things? When we're four years old, my mommy can do anything. When we're eight, my mom knows a whole lot. When we're 12? My mother doesn't really know quite everything. At 14, uh, mom doesn't know that one either. (laughs) 16, mom, she's just way back there somewhere. 18, that old woman, (laughs) she's so out of it. 25, she's gotten a little smarter. She might know a little bit now. 35, be fine, let's get mom's opinion. 45. I wonder what mom would have thought about that. It's 65. I wish I could talk it over with mom. Moms are moms throughout our lifetime. We have different perspectives of our mothers as we grow up. But all in all, we do wish... That we could just get mother's opinion one more time. Lessons from mom. My mom taught me to appreciate a job well done. If you're going to kill each other, please do it outside. I've just got through. Mom's cheat about your religion. You better pray that comes out of the carpet. Time travel. If you don't straighten that up, I'm going to knock you into the middle of next week. Logic. You fall out of that swing and break your neck, you're going not going to go to the store with me. Stamina. You're going to sit there all night until your vegetables are gone. I remember a few nights <laughs> sitting for a long time. <laughs> Weather. That room of yours looks like a tornado. Anticipation. Just wait till I get home. Humor. When that lawnmower cuts off your toes, don't come running to me. Roots. Shut that door behind you. Do you think you were born in a barn? Wisdom. When you get to be my age, you'll understand. I'm not the age that my mother was when she passed. She would have been hundred this year. Uh, she lived to 87. But my mom taught me a lot of things. We read the passage from Luke chapter 2 about Jesus when he was 12 in the temple. And traveling with the family, after they set back to go back to their home, uh, he was not with them. And it took three days for them to acknowledge um, his disappearance and They had to go back and backtrack to where he might be. And Jesus went home with them. And he increased in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man, the passage says. What did he learn at home? What did Jesus learn from his mother, Mary? I'd like for us to move through four vignettes regarding Mary and Jesus. And think about what the value of what was learned at home might have been. At Jesus' birth, Mary was greatly troubled at at the words when she found out that she was going to conceive and have a child. And that child was to be Jesus. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, you found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son. You are to call him Jesus. He will be great. He will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. Her thoughts moved from fear to the blessing that her son might bring. Mary says, How will this be? Since since I'm a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. The Holy One to be born would be called the Son of God. Mary, I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. When Joseph and Mary had done everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee to their own town of Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong. He was filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was on him. Between the ages of birth up to 12 years old, we have this picture of Jesus at home, becoming strong and growing, being filled with wisdom and the grace of God. And then after this setting at 12 years old, when he was in the temple, he went back home and continued to learn from family. When I think about the birth situation of Jesus, usually we talk about this at Christmas. But if you think about Mary, and the courage that she had to just first ask God, how will this be? It wasn't a question out of, uh, (laughs) you can't possibly do it. It was a question of, God, if this is what's going to take place, then show me how it will be. She had the courage to listen and, and to stay with the angel that was talking to her about this. And the angel said to her, do not be afraid. If you think about the situation, just shortly after this situation, Mary and Joseph were told to go to Egypt and not go back to their home because Herod was, going to, was looking for the boy Jesus to slaughter him because he did not want to compete with somebody who might become king someday. And you can imagine a young mother who had just brought her child into the world being told you need to escape to another area because people are after your son. She believed and trusted the words that were given to her and she traveled to Egypt with Joseph. The courage Knowing that somebody is after your child, but you're trusting God for safety. She heard these words, do not be afraid. We hear Jesus use these same words when He's walking on the water. We talked about this in Sunday school this morning uh, with Leslie's uh, uh, teaching. What did Jesus tell the disciples when they saw Him walking? Do not be afraid. The same words. Did Jesus learn that from his mother? How many times might have Mary told that story about his birth to him? And then when it's his turn to help disciples be calm, he uses the phrase that Mary heard before he was born. Do not be afraid. About the human Jesus, but home is where Jesus was during these years. She learned how to surrender. The situation must have been terrible. On Both sides, 16 years old, 14 years old, whatever she was, she finds out she's pregnant. In today's world, people would have told her to get an abortion just like that. But the angel comes and says, Mary, you're going to have a child, and this is going to be the Son of God. And she says, may your will be fulfilled. And then she also surrenders and takes the travel to Egypt to keep him safe. Is that where Jesus learned to say in the garden the night before he was crucified, Father, if this will pass from me, please be it so. But nevertheless, thy will be done. Trust Mary had to trust God. She had to trust Joseph. Were those things that Jesus was taught in his childhood? We know that he was God. But Jesus had to come down and live the human experience. And part of that was learning from his mother some of these important things. He may have already knew them because he was God. But in the human element, Jesus needed to experience them so that he could the person sitting next to God at his right hand understanding the things that we go through we jump forward to Jesus at not a whole lot of story in between we just read it uh, before the uh, the sermon started they went to Jerusalem and as they, for a festival and as they were getting ready to come home uh, as they were traveling Jesus had stayed behind um, it's not unusual for a 12-year-old boy to want to stay behind his parents a little bit. Uh, guilty. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's my mom up there, but don't tell anybody. Um, but that wasn't Jesus. Jesus had stayed back to teach and listen and go through the scriptures back in the temple. He began looking for him. All of the friends and relatives were looking for him. There is no greater trauma to a mother than to realize her child has been missing. And so she looked. Everyone looked. And when they found him, he was teaching in the temple courts. Everybody was amazed at his teaching and the answers that he was giving to some of their questions. But Mary continued to be mom. Son, why did you treat us like this? Your father and I have been anxious searching for you. Jesus says, "Well, why, why were you searching for me? Didn't you need to know I needed to be about the business of my father's house?" They didn't understand the saying. But Jesus understood where he was supposed to be in honoring his mother. He went back to Nazareth. He was obedient to them. And Mary treasured all of this in her heart. Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Take a look at this. Jesus learned that at home, His parents provided a place of security and safety. They went looking for Him after they realized that He was missing. We have parents in this world today that will not go looking for their kids. That would just leave them abandoned someplace. But Mary provided a place of safety. A place of security. She provided a place of nurture. Not only did she go looking for him, found him, they had a little discussion. Mary was amazed about these things and she treasured them in her heart, but Jesus went home and she continued to nurture him. He grew in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. Mary provided a balanced setting in their home. Of intellectual growth in the life of Jesus, physical growth in the life of Jesus, the increase in stature, social growth in the life of Jesus, he increased in favor with God and man, and then the spiritual aspect. That's a home, not a house. Where you see going on? The whole incident is bathed in love from a mother who is searching for her son at 12 years old and finds him. And then because she finds him and realizes the truth of what he's about, she treasures these things in her heart. I didn't find out until after my mother died that She treasured some of the things that I didn't know about when I found some writings of hers, some other things. I wish she had told them to me when I was younger. I might have felt more confident in things. But nevertheless, she did tell me that she loved me. The year before she died, during pastoral care week, I was serving as a chaplain at the VA hospital in Tucson, and I'd been my ministry has been chaplain ministry throughout almost my entire career, and I didn't have the uh, setting of pastoring in a church uh, during most of those years. And um, she wrote me a card and said, "While all the pastors in town are being acknowledged for the work that they do, I think and believe that the pastoral care that you give to hospital patients and veterans who are dying." is some of the greatest pastoral care there is. A mother acknowledged the ministry of her son. I was Mary, And it was my mother in the last year that she lived. I wish I'd heard that for years before, but she gave it to me before she died. We jump forward to another setting. It's the wedding at Cana. On the third day, a wedding took place at Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there. Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine was gone, Jesus' mother said to him, they don't have any more wine. <laughs> Jesus says, why are you involving me in this? This is your problem, not mine. I could hear myself saying that to my mother. That's your problem, Mom. I'm 30. I don't need to take care of you right now. Why are you involving me? His mother says nothing else to him, turns to the other people and says, whatever he tells you to do, do it. I'm not sure my mother had that kind of confidence in me. (laughs) There are a few times where I wish my mother would have said to my sister, whatever he tells you to do, do. (laughs) But that didn't happen either. I think my mother did tell my sister, you better watch out, he's going to be bigger than you someday, and he can have a... Good right hook. He said, you better be careful. But His mother said, do whatever he tells you to do. The confidence that she had in Jesus at that time. Her son, Jesus, almighty God. The confidence she had just to say to other people, whatever he tells you to do, do. There were six water pots standing by for ceremonial washing. Jesus, without missing a beat, doesn't snap back at his mom, but does exactly what mom needs. Fill the jars with water. Take them to the master of the bank. They did that. Mary must have had some clout because they did exactly what she had told them to do. Do whatever Jesus tells you to do. And the finest wine came out of those pots at that banquet. What did Jesus learn about his mother at that event? A mother's intuition? That she knew that it was time? Jesus said, it's not my time yet, Mom. Yeah, well, I'm a Jewish mother and I know when your time is here. <laughs> Moms know us better than others. and They know when it's time to do the things that we need to do. Mom didn't tell him to do it. She just said, I have a problem. And Jesus came to the problem, and that was his first miracle, which began the ministry of his three years. Healing, miracles. We learn that from Mom, the intuition that we need in life. Sometimes we learn from our parents that it's time to launch and and do what God has called us to do. And in this case, in the human element, Jesus knew it was time. His mother was launching him. God was doing the, the miracles. God was doing the leading, but he was using Mary. And then the mother's confidence in her children very tough to sit back and watch your children do things that uh, you wish they wouldn't do in terms of play in terms of climbing in terms of whatever it might be I can remember as a kid climbing up a tree much higher than I was supposed to and my mother just saying you got up there you got to get down the best way you can i got confidence and she walked away mary had all the confidence in jesus in the world there was to have at that time to let Him do what He needed to do to launch His ministry. That's home, a place to learn confidence. Fast forward three years. We come to the cross. Jesus is on the cross. He's being crucified. He's dying. He says a few things from the cross, but one of the things He says from the cross... Now there stood by the cross of Jesus' His mother and his mother, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing by, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. He then said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour that disciple took her to his own home. The fifth commandment is is to honor your parents, honor your mother and father. Jesus honored his mother. After 33 years, it was time for him to do something for his mother. He'd been doing things for everybody else. He was dying on the cross. He was being crucified. And you can imagine the agony of a mother watching her son go through this. Another one of the greatest traumas there is is for a parent to lose their adult child. And Mary was losing her son as they just completely tried to destroy him and crucify him. And Jesus is on that cross. He says, Mom, woman, I don't want to abandon you. I want to make sure that you're taken care of. Behold, your son John. He will take care of you. John, this is your mother. I'm passing my mother to you for continued care. Jesus honored his mother. Did he learn that at home from his mother? In the human element? Did he learn that growing up? Before he was 12 in that home? Did he learn that after? Most boys in the Jewish community, by 12, have learned the laws of the Old Testament about honoring mother and father. He honored her at 12 by going home and submitting to them and growing. He honored her at the cross, excuse me, at the wedding at Cana when He performed the miracle after saying mom it's not my time but he went ahead and did it anyway he honored her and here on the cross Jesus is honoring his mother Exodus 20:12 honor your mother and father so that you may live long in the land your God is giving to you Tim Challies writes in his blog about honoring our parents what can we do to honor our parents not all of us have parents that we can Really honor. It's tough for me to honor my dad because I really didn't know him. I wouldn't know what to do. He died 30 years ago. Ten years before he died, I had not seen him. But I got the call while I was stationed in Europe to come home and bury him. They had a funeral. Not much. But in this blog from Tim Chalice, he quotes a couple of other authors that are well-known. He says, some of the things that we can do to honor our parents, forgive them. Some of us feel that we might have been wronged by our parents, or that they didn't support us well enough, or that they, they should have given us more, or they done this or that, or been different, a different type of temperament towards me. Forgive them is one way to honor them. Speak well of them. At my father's funeral, there was a lot of ill I could have said about him. But I chose to speak of what I knew that was honorable because there were some honorable things. And so I chose to look at those. Look at back at your mom and your dad. Is there something that does speak well of them. For some of us, we could fill up books and books and books of what could be said well about our parents. For some of us, maybe not a whole lot. But we can honor them by finding that one or two or three things that we can say that would be honorable to them, to speak well of them. We can appreciate them. I didn't have the chance to say mom or my dad. They died while... I wasn't around but there are things today that I can say mom thanks 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 for loving me thanks for that card you sent me a year before you died thanks for loving my kids that you didn't know We honor them by seeking their wisdom, even if they're not here. I find myself sometimes saying, When I'm in a struggle with something, what would my mom do here? What would my stepdad do here? And sometimes when it comes to things that are more mechanical in nature or or engineering in nature, I would say, What would my father in law do? Because he was the one that had those gifts. Seeking their wisdom, even if they're gone. Sometimes we find ourselves needing to say, what would mom do in this situation? And we might get some ounce of wisdom or a pound of wisdom. Many of us sitting right here right now are in a stage of life where we are caring in some way for a parent. I know Karen is. The Davidsons are away right now because they're caring for Kim's mom. Other people have been on that track where they've had to go and check on mom or dad. And so we somehow, maybe not financially, some, for some people maybe it is financially, but somehow we express the love back to them as they are withdrawing from this world that they gave to us when we were coming into this world. The love that Mary had for her son Jesus. Because these are the elements of a home. Not so much a house, but the elements of a home. A little boy named Danny lived with his family in a trailer. One day someone asked him, Don't you wish you had a real home? Danny's reply was wise beyond his years. He said, We have a real home. We just don't have a house to put it in. A house and a home are very different. A house is just a physical structure made perhaps of brick or wood or stone. It can be large or small. It may not even have persons inside. If a house does not include at least one person, then the relationships lack love and commitment because that is what is in a home, and that was what was in the home of Jesus. By contrast, a home is a haven of shelter, acceptance, and unconditional love. It includes at least one person, and in it, each person's value is unlimited, and our mutual commitment is forever. Any decent contractor can construct a house. But only God can build a home. John 14, verses 1-4. through Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me. That where... You that you also may be may be there with me. You know the way to the place where I am going. Jesus is preparing a home for us. And our home here may be fractured. But Jesus went to the cross and went through the agony. And Mary witnessed that agony. And Jesus went on that cross. To prepare a place for us that where he is we we may be also. And that is home. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. Because heaven is my home. Because Jesus learned from his mother how to make a home. If you do not know Jesus Christ then you will not know the glory of that home that you're could go to someday. I invite you if you do not, if you do not know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, come to him today. He will make a home for you in heaven. I'm going to ask the worship team to come.